If you're a pastor, elder, deacon, nonprofit board member, or business owner, I need you to listen to this. K&K Furnishings needs to be on your shortlist. K&K Furnishings are committed to helping you find the right furnishings for your church or organization. These guys specialize in quality worship seating, welcome centers, cafes, nurseries, classrooms, as well as stage and podium furnishings. The two owners have over 70 years of combined pastoral experience, so not only will every transaction be handled with integrity and professionalism, but they have the experience to provide you with the perfect solutions for your furniture needs, and they absolutely understand your budget constraints and demands. K&K Furnishings are devoted to providing you quality pieces that save you money. They can do this because they don't have the overhead of a brick and mortar store and they have relationships with over 200 manufacturers nationwide. Look, we all know there's a lot of junk out there. K&K understands that many times bargains aren't true money savers. They end up costing you more in the long run. At K&K, they believe that quality furnishings don't have to be outrageously expensive. And here's the best part. K&K Furnishings sells nationally and can also provide in-person consultations in Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. If you can't meet in person, they'd be happy to set up a Zoom consultation for you today. So whatever your next project is, whether it's your home office or your church sanctuary, K&K Furnishings is the only place you need to look. Go to www.kkfurnishings.com to see how they can help you or call 567-318-4520. That's www.kkfurnishings.com or call 567-318-4520 or click on the link in the description of this episode. K&K Furnishings, furnishing business, education, worship, and hospitality for the glory of God. Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I got to tell you about Jacob's Supply. Jacob's Supply is the place you got to go for all of your material needs. These guys bring you construction supplies and appliances for up to 50% off retail price, all brand new. Your home builder needs some lumber? Jacob's Supply has you covered. You a deacon at your church and you're in charge of that next Narthex floor job? Jacob's Supply has got you. Heck, they got Cortec Luxury Vinyl Plank right now for $3.59 a square foot. Go look that stuff up at Lowe's or Home Depot, man. That stuff is selling for $7 to $8 a square Square foot. That's over 50% off retail. Even if you just have some home projects you're working on, Jacob Supply is the place for you. I just built an outdoor grilling area this spring for that old smoker and grill. Guess where I got the metal roof, lumber, and screws? Yeah, that's right, Jacob Supply. Looking for a fridge, stove, washer, dryer? They got them all, and their name brand. Samsung, Bosch, Frigidaire, all 20, 30, 40% off retail. Brand new and ready for you. Located in Temperance, Michigan, it's worth it to stop by even if you're a few hours away. And remember, Jacob Supply can ship products nationally too. So even if you're out of state, you gotta check them out. Follow them on Facebook at Jacob Supply or call them direct at 734-224-0978. That's 734-224-0978. 0978. Remember, Jacob Supply, quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now, on to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another Dead Men Walking Shorts, where we take a subject and we try to talk about it within five minutes. Today, we're going to jump into Acts 7. Stephen's speech. Stephen's speech. What a great it is a chunk of the Bible. Great, oh man, it's awesome. He just goes through all of the gospel, which is great. I would advise everyone to just read through this and meditate on it, and I think that's what we're gonna try yeah. to do for this. Yep. Short. We're gonna read the just sixty read verses the chapter. and let it sit with you, and then meditate on it. Yeah. Go ahead. So, starting in verse one, and the high priest said, "Are these things so?" And Stephen said, Brothers and fathers, hear me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran, and said to him, Go out from your land and from your kindred, and go into the land that I will show you. Then he went out from the land of the Chaldeans 
and lived in Haran. And after his father died, God removed him from there into this land in which you are now living. Yet he gave him no inheritance in it, not even a foot's length, but promised to give it to him as a possession and to his offspring after him, though he had no child. And God spoke to this effect, that his offspring would be sojourners in a land belonging to others, who would enslave them and afflict them four hundred years. But I will judge the nation that they serve, said God. And after that, they shall come out and worship me in this place. And he gave him the covenant of circumcision. And so Abraham became the father of Isaac and circumcised him on the eighth day. And Isaac became the father of Jacob and Jacob of the twelve patriarchs. And the patriarchs, jealous of Joseph, sold him into Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him out of all his afflictions and gave him favor and wisdom before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who made him ruler over Egypt and over all his household. Now there came a famine throughout all Egypt and Canaan and great affliction, and our fathers could find no food. But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent out our fathers on their first visit. And on the second visit, Joseph made himself known to his brothers, and Joseph's family became known to Pharaoh. And Joseph sent and summoned Jacob his father and all his kindred, seventy-five persons in all. And Jacob went down into Egypt, and he died, he and our fathers. And they were carried back to Shalem and laid in the tomb that Abraham had bought for a sum of silver from the sons of Hamar in Shechem. But as the time of the promise drew near, which God had granted to Abraham, the people increased and multiplied in Egypt until there arose over Egypt another king who did not know Joseph. He dealt shrewdly with our race and forced our fathers to expose their infants so that they would not be kept alive. At this time, Moses was born, and he was beautiful in God's sight. And he was brought up for three months in his father's house. And when he was exposed, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and brought him up as his own son. And Moses was instructed in all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was mighty in his words and deeds. When he was forty years old, it came into his heart to visit his brothers, the children of Israel. And seeing one of them being wronged, he defended the oppressed man and avenged him by striking down the Egyptian. He supposed that his brothers would understand that God was giving them salvation by his hand, but they did not understand. And on the following day, he appeared to them as they were quarreling and tried to reconcile them, saying, Men, you are brothers. Why do you wrong each other? But the man who was wronging his neighbor thrust him aside, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? At this retort, Moses fled and became an exile in the land of Midian, where he became the father of two sons. Now when forty years had passed, an angel appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai in a flame of fire in a bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight, and as he drew near to look, there came the voice of the Lord. I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, and of Isaac, and of Jacob. And Moses trembled and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off the sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their groaning, and I have come down to deliver them. And now come, I will send you to Egypt. This Moses, uh, whom they rejected, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge? This man God sent 
as both ruler and redeemer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. This man led them out, performing wonders and signs in Egypt and at the Red Sea and in the wilderness for 40 years. This is the Moses who said to the Israelites, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. This is the one who was the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai with our fathers. He received living oracles to give to us. Our fathers refused to obey him, but thrust him aside, and in their hearts they turned to Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make for us gods who will go before us. As for this, Moses, who led us out from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And they made a calf in those days and offered a sacrifice to the idol and were rejoicing in the works of their hand. But God turned away and gave them over to worship the host of heaven. As it is written in the book of the prophet, Did you bring to me slain beasts? and sacrifices during the 40 years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? You look up the tent of Moloch and the star of your god Raphon, the images that you made to worship, and I will send you into exile beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tent of witness in the wilderness, just as he who spoke to Moses directed him to make it according to the pattern that he had seen. Our fathers in turn brought it in with Joshua when they dispossessed the nations that God drove out before our fathers. So it was until the days of David. Who found father in the sight of God and asked to find a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. But it was Solomon who built a house for him. Yet the Most High does not dwell in houses made by hands, as the prophet says. Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Did not my hand make all of these things? You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered. You who received the law as delivered by angels and did not keep it. Now when they heard these things, they were enraged and they ground their teeth at him. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, gave into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together at him. Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Wow. That's good. That's a good set of verses. Guys, we just want you to dwell on that, meditate on it, and we thank you for listening to another Dead Man Walking Short. Be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pump TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.